Hey, so yeah, my name is Adam, and my my horror story is that I'm also driving, by the way, drunk. But I I was about ten to twelve years old playing World Series baseball on my Sega Genesis in my uh, parents' room in the dark, and out of nowhere, I hear from the TV someone say, Adam. And it freaked me the fuck out. I ran out of the room. I uh, shit my pants. And I've never been able to explain it. No one was yelling for me. It came straight from the TV. What the fuck? Love the show, guys. Have a good day. Hey, guys. Just uh, calling in with a scary story about something that happened to me one time. I was sitting there at my desk, you know, and I fired up my computer, and there was your post. I mean... This is a tweet. I don't remember which one of yours it was, but anyway, yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the YKS podcast. This is the podcast that we uh, do. What's up, fam? Yeah. Where's up? my fam at? Where's my fam at? Uh, now, Mike, if you're going to be taking on hosting duties, I need you to go ahead and introduce both of us. Yeah. Uh, so as you all know, I'm Michael uh, Hale, the guy who does the podcast and the guy who I have helped me out sometimes, Jesse Farrar, Ron's hammer on Twitter's funny guy. Check him out. Okay. Weird. Really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely strange introduction. Um, glad to be here, Mike. Uh, we are, we are uh, running on fumes. I think yeah. fair to say, um, two voicemails up at the top of the show, which I hope you enjoyed. Uh, maybe you enjoyed them a little bit more than last week's. Uh, which involved porno. Yeah. These ones, I promise you, this this week's voicemails and emails will be porno-free. I didn't hear it the first time until, the, like, you told me, you were like, hey, some guy called in and played porno. It's pretty funny. Check it out. And uh, so I went back and listened, and uh, I'll be goddamned if it wasn't some straight-up porno. Yeah, and you and then you heard You recognized it because it was some of the porno that you like to jack off to. Yeah, it was uh, Mommy's Ass. Mommy's 46. Ass. 46. Yep. And uh, what a film that is. And they get up into some high numbers on that, on the yeah. pornos, which is why a that lot, is. A lot of story to tell. It's like the Lord of the Rings or something, you know, where they have to stretch it over. Uh, we going to talk about the Lord of the Rings every episode, do you think? Have we talked about the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. It's just my favorite. What's uh, your favorite? Who's book? your favorite character in the Lord of the Rings? I like that short, uh, what's his name? The short little bald guy. Wow. He's cute. <laughs> Gollum or Smeagol. Yeah. yeah. That's who you like. That's your favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, famously mocap by Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I met Andy Serkis one time. Uh, I met him at, uh, at a restaurant. I went up to him, uh, and this was before he really got any in front of the camera. Is this a true story? This is a true story. Okay. Uh, this is before he really did anything where you could see his face. So he was very surprised to see somebody recognize him, but I explained to him, you know, I'm a, I'm a student of film, uh, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love your work. I think it was so great. Uh, you've been King Kong. All, I mean, all kinds of great stuff you've done. Yeah. I just I wanted to ask you, your last name is Circus. Are you from Washington, D.C.? <laughs> because that's the biggest circus of them all. Then he uh he signed he signed my dinner and then we left. So uh, Andy Circus. He sounds he sounds pleasant. He sounds like a nice guy. Don't you like when you hear about celebrities and it turns out they're nice? Yeah. 
Uh, and I, I know you got some celeb stories living up in <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Uh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, you had a run-in with uh, with one Jake Fogelnest, and he was a mm-hmm. real prickly character. Is that right? Yeah, prick is right. Uh, what a uh, son of a bitch, yeah. this guy. Yeah. And you went on his podcast. I did. I, w- I went on his podcast when we were back when we were friends, so I thought we were cool when I saw him out in public, and I said, Hey, Jake, it's uh, Mike. Remember me? I was on episode 50 of your podcast, The Fogelnest Files, on uh, Apple iTunes. Yeah. And he said... Uh, I don't have any money. And he was looking at his phone and oh, just God. walking. Past. He wow. thought I was uh, like a homeless looking person. Wow. So don't talk uh, much anymore. But that was your first podcast ever. Is that right? Yeah. Was that the first one you ever did? Yeah. Do you think we have gotten to the level of that yet? To the Fogelnest Files? The Fogelnest Files circa 2013. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think. No. We're not there yet. We'll never be that big. He said asshole to me, too. So, I don't know. <laughs> On the show? Uh, no, when he was walking past me. Oh. He <laughs> said, I don't have any money. And then he spit on my uh, sneakers. Yeah. And then he said, asshole. So, inadvertently, he gave you what you wanted. Yeah. You wanted to get spit on. <laughs> that's uh, So, that's something you you can learn about Mike in this episode of YKS. Mike likes to get spit on. Yeah. He likes being spat upon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good uh, rumor to start for no reason. Mike's a spit boy. I was trying to start a rumor that Jesse uh, has two minivans. And then I So wait, it. No, hang on. Two minivans and two minivans. Yeah. Both I, one in the same rumor. And I, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I don't know what I was on at that time, but it was extremely funny to me to exaggerate the number of cars that you have. Like you're some opulent guy, but uh, for some reason you only like minivans. That's just my thing. Well, I think I've told you, you're not a big sporto, but I've told you about Mark Davis, the current owner of the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Uh, how he um, he lives extremely frugally, but also extremely strangely. Uh, if you've ever seen a bowl cut looking doofus uh, in the owner's box of an NFL game, that's Mark Davis. He owns the Raiders, inherited it from his extremely ugly father, Al Davis. I saw a picture of that guy. He looks like a uh, puke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks like total shit. Doesn't look well. He looks awful. But he could buy and sell uh, me ten times over. So. Oh, yeah, at least. Um, and uh, and so he, he has some weird quirks. Um, there's a great article about him, and I forget the, the what it's in, but you can check it out if you just search Mark Davis. Uh, some of the highlights from that is, uh, well, number one, he, f- I think he f- either flies or drives to a different city to get his hair cut. And if you see his hair, it's a fucking, I mean, it's laughable. It's a yeah, real mess. It's a bowl cut. It's a bowl cut, but it's like one of the worst bowl cuts because it's high in the front for no reason. <laughs> yeah, the bowl slouched in the back and then nobody <laughs> fixed it. The bowl just slipped. Slippy bowl. Um, also... He uh, he calls the local chain. I think it was Chili's or was it TGI Fridays. He calls the local chain restaurant his office, and he goes there with the newspaper. Cool. This guy's worth like eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, and he when he t- talks to people on his flip phone in the Chili's, he says, "Yeah, I'm in my office," and smiles. That's cool. That's a funny joke. And he drives a not a minivan, but like a like what used to be called like a caravan, like a one of those big square motherfuckers. Yeah. It has a VCR player in it. Um, yeah. And this man is one of the wealthiest men on the planet. I would do some goofy shit if I had a ton of money. 
Yeah, but you would you would at least go back home and have like a cool a normal life. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. you'd have some cool shit. Um, like I'd pay to watch two men uh, fight each other to the death. Yeah, like, if I had a lot of money. But what kind of weird stuff would you do? Uh, a lot of ass play. Probably I'd ramp that up. <laughs> <laughs> you'd increase ass production. Yeah. Um. Well, anyways, Mark Davis, weird character. Uh, weird character, rich guy. Um. Actually, that brings me uh, to our next topic, uh, which is me um, once again getting in trouble online. Yeah. Um, so this happened. That's all this podcast is going to be now. I don't want to make it about that because I don't think that's – it's kind of – it's like talking about your fantasy football team. It's like, uh, yeah, we all have it. Who's your fantasy football team, Jesse? If you could have any fantasy – if you could have any team mm-hmm. uh, in the in the entire world, yeah, who would you pick? I would have my wife at all – at all 11 spots on the field. Holy shit. Mine would be uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, and watch out for his Hail Mary. Oh, wow. Um, and then I would have... You, can you name other things? What? Like uh, sports moves like that? Or just like religious icons? Uh, yeah. Okay. I can. Oh, I just don't want to. So it'd be other guys like that uh, in my fantasy. So my wife would uh, truck stick Jesus. Yeah. Because he's from another time. He was very short. Uh, Yeah. He's a small man. The Lord is a, sh- a short man. Yeah, I think that's that's the Lord's prayer. The Lord is my short man. <laughs> um. So so I don't like I said I don't want to make the whole podcast about this, but it but it is material of what we're talking about. Um, I am now a, a a rich, out of touch podcasting man, um, and that's because I said that the the Democratic Socialists of America are it's not a good organization. But yeah. you love it, though. I don't want to get into it. I think they're uh, they're doing good work. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I know Other, they've had, otherwise <laughs> they've had some. Otherwise, meaning they've had besides some problem, all the massive yeah, besides fuck ups. all the massive fuck ups and everything. Um, so sort of right. sort of like a Donald Trump defense. Yeah. I think you know if you forget all the sexual harassment. President's a hard job, and yeah, you got to do it every day. You don't get days off. It's crazy. Mike is a card carrying member <laughs> of the DSA, and, and also in the, the alt right, and also uh, President Trump's army. Yeah, uh, so he's he feels uncomfortable. But my point is, um, I like to get in trouble online. But yeah. I also said that Donald Trump has a mild form of mental retardation. But specifically what I said was, is that's what it would be called in the 50s. Like, yeah. Like if he was displaying those these symptoms now, except for it was on like Masters of Sex or something, you know, like yeah. a show from that era. I don't know when that, that show was. I don't set. know when that show was made either. Uh, or uh, Mad Men. Yeah. You ever watch that? Yeah. So you're saying if you were, uh, if you were. Well, I was one of the titular Mad Men. <laughs> if you were Don, right? Mm-hmm. A madman. Oh, there's also okay. This is gonna be confusing because he's also named Don. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, oh, but oh, now let me let me say this. Uh, so you know how in Mad Men the main character is named Don Draper? Yeah. Well, if we sent Trump back to the Mad Men era, he mm-hmm. would be known as Don Raper. Oh, I don't think. I mean, I'm not joking about that. He would be known as that. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> but he would be. But here's my point. My point is, he, is he they would call him retarded, right? 
They would call. They would call. I don't know. And I'm not saying that's an okay word to use. Now. I don't think they would call. I would the st- president retarded because back in that t- you're talking. Okay. Also, so it's look. before he's the president. <laughs> okay, let's stipulate okay. that. It's also when he's before the. He's not the president yet. Okay, I was gonna say they had a lot of. Res- I think they had people had more respect I for think, the office back then. Yeah, and you think more people should be respectful now of President Trump because you like um, a lot of what he's doing. But, no, not at all. But if you took him to a doctor in that era, they would say. <laughs> This man is mentally retarded. He needs cigarettes. Yeah. And uh, he eats some charcoal or something. And nobody would know any, but no one would be able to say, well, you know, I have a friend who's that. And that, you can't say that. He's, he's odd. He's a, he has a lot of odd quirks. A lot of, like, so here's the thing, right? I'm going to lay it down for you. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's not a politician. Um, so he's making it up as he goes along. It's very obvious he's making it up as he goes along. The, the the office of the president is not uh, like decisions and shit are made by Congress and like uh, it's not really. I feel like it's more of a figurehead position. He wants to run it like the, he's the CEO of America. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like he doesn't. Sounds he like you're defending him. He doesn't know. <laughs> not defending him. <laughs> like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and, but uh, but in addition to that, and everybody around him is like. Uh, he's uh, doing what he's doing because he's smart. He's a genius and he has a lot of money. And so everybody else around him is too afraid or they know that he's stupid. I'm, I'm not going to say retarded. Jesse. I didn't say that he was, I'm saying that would be the diagnosis. Okay. Just like, like in the fifties, like if you took a woman to the doctor, they would say this woman's hysterical. Yeah. But now you, it's not, it's not okay to say that because it has some sexist, Connotations. It's not okay to say that. Did you know that when they would take women or they would diagnose women with hysteria, it was because they were like horny and they needed to jack off? Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's fucked up. Like, that's why you can't call your wife hysterical now, even if she like really is being hysterical. Even if she's super horny. Even if she's, if she's trying to jack off all the time. You're being fucking her. hysterical right now. You got that fucking vibrator just going all over. And I'm sitting over here trying to do some work. They, I don't know how they do it. I'm like smacking the paper out, trying to concentrate on the. Can you stop shaking the bed? You stop shaking the bed. <laughs> Anyways, the point. Here's the point. Yeah, what was the, what were we talking about? Donald Trump is trying his best. He's trying his best, and we're <laughs> we're, we're uh, pro Donald Trump now. Yeah. Um, no, I, not I, even funny in a joking way. It's <laughs> it's it's on the tail end of being funny to say that he's good. <laughs> um, but I just want to say that I'm a I'm not a white supremacist, so I just want to get that out there. Oh God. um but uh but speaking of uh speaking of selling out yeah speaking of uh, white supremacy it's a great segue there uh we so we did we talked about our merch did we talk about the merch in the last episode or we just we just talked about it last episode we said uh sold out like almost immediately within a couple of hours right yeah so we got another order coming in on shirtsies uh, we're going to reach out to some other designers, get us some more cool products in there. Uh, sorry you missed out. We're going to we're going to get a big order this time around. Um, it'll be available uh, for everybody, not just the Patreon folks. Although uh, at the ten dollar level, uh, our Patreon subscribers will uh, they will get a discount. Um, it would be really funny if uh, we placed another order and oh, it turns out only twenty five people ever wanted anything. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, we'll get a lot more stuff now because it seems like it'll sell. And then uh, it turns out only 25 people wanted anything. It would be really funny to be out hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And to have our um, 
Ego's crushed. That's not a big deal to me. So, oh well, it's a big deal to me. So, okay, so that's it. Um, we we do need to move on uh, real quickly here. Uh, last week we debuted our fabulous uh, and and extremely well received segment, the Halloween uh, series. Ooh. Uh, now this one we will Spooky. be. Yeah. Whew, look out. We we are going to be switching into our alternate personas here. Uh, myself as Jesse Furar. <laughs> and Mike, there's uh, something under my bed, and I think it's an alien or something. Hail. Maybe just shorten that up. Are you asking me to shorten it up? I don't know. <laughs> So I, I tried to pick a, a spooky one, okay. like because you said last week. Last week you went with Ghost House, yeah, and it was not quite tight enough for me. So what you decided to do was add about uh, sixteen extra words to it. So let's uh, so let's so we're doing a we're telling like a spooky tale of something that actually happened to us. We're telling a spooky tale because it's Halloween. It's almost Halloween now. Halloween's just right around just the corner. Around. Tricks and treats, ghosts and goblins. Uh, Look out! What else? Carnivals. Yeah. Bobbing for apples. Apples, yeah. Apple, for uh, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Um, and then... Um, and then... Uh, uh, also, you got the jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lanterns. Going trunk or treat. A trunk or treat. You ever go to trunk or treat? That's such a cop-out, dude. I yeah, hate it. I hate it. We used to go to people's houses and get the candy. Now now you got to take the kids to a church parking lot. They, have yeah. a, they pull the food truck around. you got a DJ. Uh, and it's just like a... Like a it's white guy. Fundamentally changed what Halloween is about. And Halloween is supposed to be about the devil. Yeah. It's supposed to be about the devil's uh, sitting there like, hey, uh, excuse me. Hello. Yeah. You I had know? I had one freaking day. You took it away from me. It's already bad. The devil enough. says freaking. I'm the freaking devil. Yeah. People already don't like me. You took away my only day. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the the witches are rolling out of bed on November second. They're going, "Hey, what the hell did I did I miss Halloween?" And the devil's yeah. like, "Well, they had it, but it wasn't really that wasn't that big of a deal anymore." The witches are all mad because, of course, in Halloween lore, <laughs> the witches wake up and they fly down to hell for one rollicking good party. They're da- they're all dancing to uh, the Big Bopper or something down there in hell, just twisting it out. Yeah. They invented Halloween in the 1950s. Yeah, and it's all stuck in that era forever. Yeah. So now it's different. You got to go to a church on Halloween, and if you ask me, that's that's exactly what big church wants you to do. Yeah, the devil's like, okay, you took away my day. Now you're gonna rub it in my face by having it at a church. I mean, have it at like a like a strip club or something. I don't know. I'm not saying strip clubs. You are got bad. me thinking now. What is the strip club like at on Halloween? Yeah. We did not figure out what the club is, by the way. If you're listening to this uh, after last week's episode in which we pledged to, to figure, figure out, out what the club was. What the club I think it's a dance club. You think it's a... Mike thinks yeah. it's a dance hall. He thinks it's a... Uh, it's where folks go to dance and shake their butts and get their groove on. And have you ever seen one? I've seen them in my head when I'm thinking about it. Right now, <laughs> so okay. All right, so tell. Let's go. Let's get into it. Tell tell yours. Do you have a anything scary that I mean? You told one last week I, about uh, the woods or something. Yeah, last week I had a little story about the woods, hearing some unexplained sounds. Go um, listen to it. Spooky. And I had one about uh, house sitting and everything. And now Jesse's got one. 
uh, this week again. Well, this is something I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, this is uh, this is one hundred percent true. Um, a lot of times, and it hasn't happened lately. I will admit, um, as I have gotten older, maybe um, as I've gotten to the point where I sleep more soundly through the night. You know, I got no I, my kids are sleeping through the night as well, so I'm not awake at all hours. Except on podcast recording nights, that is. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't have this problem as much anymore. Um, but hey, ladies and gentlemen, he wets the bed. Come on, oh, sorry, I just go ahead. I mean, you're gonna fucking sit over there and say I pissed the bed. <laughs> no, the folks know that I'm just playing around. Okay, because this is gonna be a fucking thing now. All right. Well, I won't. So you don't pee the bed. I don't. You've never peed the bed. I pee in the toilet. Yeah. Where do you pee? I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. So, uh, th- so uh, it's a sleep it's a sleep issue. So maybe you guys are familiar with the concept of sleep paralysis. Mike, have you heard of sleep paralysis? Yeah, I've had that once before, but um, not a pleasant it uh, feeling to have. And mo- you know, most most of the time, maybe you can get away with just uh, just this just a light feeling of dread. Um, sleep paralysis, for those of you who don't know, is Something that I have come to believe is a dream state, but others contend is a uh, a real a conscious awakened state uh, in which your body has not uh, stopped producing the chemical that tells your brain, or I guess vice versa, your brain hasn't stopped producing the chemical that tells your body not to move uh, during sleep. Because obviously it would be catastrophic if you uh, reacted physically to everything that happened in your dream, right? You're you're yeah. running you're running around, you fall off a cliff like Bugs Bunny and, you know, then then you you're dead because you fell off a cliff or whatever. Anyways, they purport that uh this chemical uh can continue to be secreted by the brain uh and so even though you are conscious and awake and your eyes can open, um you can look around you, um your your body is actually locked in place. You can't do anything. Yeah, so people say <clears throat> they see stuff like uh, uh, people in the corners of their room or something, like shadow people and stuff like that. Right. It's spooky. Right, and as we all know, shadow people don't exist. Yeah. Um, at least not on our plane. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so definitely something very similar happened to me. Um, I, I, I experienced some sleep paralysis one night. Um, and of course, at those times... You know, I, I, I sleep with my wife in the bed. It's not a Lucy and Ricky situation. We had two separate beds. Yeah, I was going to ask about it. You sleep with your wife in the bed. That's I do interesting. Sleep, I allow my wife into the bed most nights. Um, yeah. We sleep next to each other. Um, and, uh, yeah, and a lot of times, um, if you if you experience this, my first reaction is, is to be like, okay, I'm asleep. I'm having a dream. I need my wife to shake me and wake me up, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, you go to scream, right? And it's like your voice just gets trapped in your throat. You can't. Yeah. Talk. You, can't. you feel like you're like underwater. You ever have that one? Where yes. You can't punch or anything. It's all slow. Yeah. Why can't you punch in your dream? Yeah. It seems like a dead giveaway. By this point, if you're punching and nothing's happening, yeah. uh, you know that you're dreaming. Because you should know as a, an awake person that your punches are super strong. Uh, that's that's one of the ways you know you're asleep is if you punch someone and they their faces don't immediately fall off of their head. Because uh, normally you're so strong, you just one punch, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in this case, I I did I did sort of have this vision of somebody in the corner. Um. But uh. But it was actually a lot worse than that because 
as I tried to, you know, scream for my wife, hey, wake me up, wake me up, I'm having a nightmare or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the, the creature in the corner starts creeping closer and closer to the bed. Uh, and, and by the way, the bed is where I am. <laughs> so uh, they, they, this, this, this odd oblong character uh, climbs up on the bed and it's like in my fucking face while I'm, I've got this sleep paralysis on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't even know what happens next. Did I go? To, did I fall back asleep? Did I wake up? I don't even know what happened next. It's just the memory is burned into my head of this this spooky interaction with uh, you know something. Was it there? Was it not? I, I don't. I don't have any idea. That's crazy. A lot of different theories out there on that, but uh, I don't know. I think it's a dream, but it still feels like a brush with the supernatural for me. But uh, what about you? Do, do you have another encounter? You might have. Did you eat uh, cookies that night? You might have had a case of cookie tummy that uh it's a pretty severe case of cookie tummy yeah has it ever gotten that bad and i'll have to <laughs> just the, do the research I, I had a sleep paralysis because i had cookie tummy so i ate a because i ate a whole sleeve of oreos get you every time uh no i mean last week i told something about caretaking a house or whatever and so the, the other thing I, I, I did have happen was uh, when I lived in Charleston, South Carolina for a time, a couple of years down there. You know that? No, I knew you lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. God, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when I lived in Charleston, I was working uh, for a while at the pizzeria. Okay. Slinging the pizza pie. Yeah. Were you the guy flipping that dough up in there? I did it all, baby. That's awesome. I mean... um. But I was I was making like just above minimum wage. I hated uh, every aspect of my life. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, it was like hard work. It sucked, but uh, we were my son's mom and I were together down there at the time, and uh, we're just we're young, starting out. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Oh, nasty. See, you took a. I'm trying to tell like a. All right. Well. Anyway. Um. So yeah, like uh, it sucked. The work sucked. Shout out to uh, food service people. Yeah, big ups. I always leave a great tip. Um, we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So we got this call one night for a delivery um, to a house, like on the edge of our fucking, on the very edge of our delivery area. Okay. And uh, this house is like never called before. We had to like look it up in the book because you know how they have the places where you can't go or whatever because you'll get robbed. Oh, no I, no, I didn't know that. So is that you true? Know, if you yeah. work in the pizza place, they have some places, it's like, hey, the last time this guy went there, he had to give him extra soda. So hey, well, it's usually like the south side of town, that are urban neighborhoods where they don't go because wow. they don't get robbed. And but stuff. that's not you. That's Papa John. That's not me. That's why well, I wasn't going to name the uh, people I worked But it was for. Papa John. In fact, Papa John Schnatter himself. <laughs> he came in and circled the area on the map. Said, "Don't go here." Yeah, uh, he's a he's a garbage. And he did a racist gesture. He did. He did one of those. <laughs> I don't know what what gesture. Anyway, uh, we got a call for the delivery, and uh, we already had somebody who called off or something, so we were like short staffed already. Everybody was pissed off. I needed the fucking money because mm-hmm. uh, we were broke. Hey, formula doesn't buy itself. So I went. I went out there. I said, "I'll take it." I I get it, uh, head out the door or whatever. I'm speeding down the road. Um, I had the next two days off, so I want to fucking go home and just sleep. Um, so I, I get to the house. It's an old plantation-type house. 
you know, like, uh, you ever see Forrest Gump, his like mom's house or whatever that he moves into. Yeah. Um, it's like a long driveway with like trees and stuff on either side or whatever. And like, oh yeah. I hate to say it. You know what this reminds me of is the Texas chainsaw massacre. Oh yeah. Was that going through your head at all? No. It was just, just Forrest big, Gump. Yeah, just Forrest Gump. I thought maybe it, maybe it was Forrest Gump who ordered it. Because it had just won uh, the Oscar. Yeah. Isn't that weird that it won the Oscar? Not to derail your thing. It's weird that it won the Oscar, though. Why? Just, I'm not going to get into reasons why I don't think it should. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, Because it's a phenomenally weird movie. It's not very good. The book, even weirder. He does, like, more shit that's crazy in that book. Like more of the like ping pong, yeah, Olympic team type it's shit. Like, I don't, I don't have ex- specific examples, but he's definitely like, uh, like he's involved in like more historical scenarios and stuff, like unbelievably so. And it, it gets like super cheesy. The cheesiest like, part of the movie to me, I think, is when he, um, when he gets he gets the idea for the smile shirt. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part of the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's a great idea, because the mud kicks up on his shirt or whatever. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to your spooky story. So it's about this time. Shawshank should have won that year. <laughs> it's about this time I noticed on the receipt the address is for F. Gump. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I get to this old fucking house, and of course no fucking lights on, except for one upstairs or whatever. I, I get to the door, and there's a note. Uh which we've had before, you know, people would say, leave the thing there, and they've already tipped you or whatever. Yeah. Or they have you leave it inside on the table <clears throat> and take their tip. Maybe they're nude or something. I love um, ordering a pizza nude. Yeah. Maybe they just don't feel like getting dressed. I saw something the other day about somebody who ordered something and had them bring it to them in their bed. <laughs> they posted it online and got a bunch of faves and retweets or whatever. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm like... Uh, I go inside or whatever because the note's like, come inside, leave it on the table or whatever. And then there's a note on the table that says, uh, leave it in the bedroom. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, you can't take it. You've already, you're already out the gas. Yeah. So I, I go, I follow this fucking note uh, into the bedroom there. And uh, I open the door and the door fucking creaks open. There's nobody fucking in there. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I should just fucking leave. This sucks ass. So yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. But like, I, I fucking turn around and I start to leave. And across the hall, the doors open to the other bedroom. Okay. So I messed up one of the wrong one or something. Yeah. And so I go in this fucking door, and uh, I open the door, flip on the light, and uh, there's like a a casket type thing there. No way. What? Yeah. It looks exactly like what I would think a casket would look like. Oh, my God. So uh, there's a note on it that says, open uh, open this up. Oh, hell no. So uh, I'm noping right out of there, dude. It's about this time that I, I start to uh, hear a thump coming from inside of the casket. So I'm scared out of my wits, JF. And, yeah. Uh, I'm just uh, ready to head out of there. But uh, I need that tip money. Like you said, formula doesn't buy itself. Yeah. So I flip open the coffin, and, and uh, what do I see? Uh, nobody but Dracula himself, and he's jacking off. <laughs> Dracula was jacking off in the coffin. Yeah. Oh. Again, he was. Yeah. So he's got a different house. Different house. Well, thought maybe you'd give us a real story this time. 
But you were you went with another Dracula jacking off story. Um, okay, so you're it not felt, felt real to me. You're not, so you're not taking you're obviously not taking Halloween seriously, um, and that's okay. So, um, well, I hope this spooky segment is going to give you nightmares, uh, listeners at home. Uh, but if you can uh, stop your teeth from chattering for long enough to continue listening to the show. Uh, We've got a six-pack coming up for you uh, right after this. Okay, Jesse, let's let's hear about this supposed (laughs) six-pack. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know. Supposed six-pack. I don't know. You want me to tell you about the supposed six pack? Or you want me to tell me about the six pack, the segment we've been doing since the the genesis of this podcast? Yeah, that one. Okay. So the six pack, as wow. yeah, okay, so okay, so the six pack, as you all know, is where we take six kickstarters, the lowest of the low, the highest of the high, and we uh, put them in the salad bowl and we mix them up and we say, "Here you go." We put them in the salad bowl. Yeah, you like that? No, not me either. Okay, so uh, we're, re- we're reading from the salad bowl right now, guys. Yeah. Uh, the six-pack, yeah. Uh, like Mike said, six of these things. You also might be familiar with the concept of beers coming in a six-pack. That's oh, I, did, expert. Not, I yep. did not know that. Yep. Interesting. Yep, same concept. Uh, there's six of them in one thing. So, Anyways, that's where we got this idea. The first one I want to tell you about is called Dr. Cthulhu mm. Illustrated Lovecraftian Adventure. Is this perhaps... Related to Cthulhu, that famous monster uh, on the internet that everybody knows from being on the internet. Yes, that's absolutely right. It is. It is related in, in a certain sense in that it is a, a ripoff of that, and mm. it also is mashed up uh, with some other shit as well, which is fairly cool. <laughs> so this one has uh, thirty eight hundred dollars pledged of ten thousand uh, dollars. Twenty days to go on this, so. Uh, I think we're in the possible fun zone. Yeah, it is a it's an illustrated novella. I think um, it's they're sort of wishy washy on exactly what the concept or, or what what you're going to get. It is a book. Um, they're upfront about it being a book. Uh, it's a hardcover book, but it's also sort of like uh, I've never seen the Evil Dead, but I gather it's a lot like uh, what's the fucking book, the Necronomicon. Yeah, where it's like the book itself is also a piece of art. Yeah. Uh, so that's this is the concept here. I think it's just like it says sixty four pages, which is not too too long as far as the story goes. But there's going to be some like artwork and, and shit in there. Uh, and basically, uh, it's like uh, so you know you know Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, I know I know him very well. You know the man, and the the idea behind that is that Eddie Murphy can talk to animals. <laughs> so they took that concept and they removed Eddie Murphy for some reason. And they said, okay, well, what if it also takes place in the H.P. Lovecraft expanded universe? In like a steampunk type thing. In a, in a steampunk era. And there's also all kinds of crazy extra dimensional monsters. You think steampunk fell off? Yeah, I'm, I'm on C-punk now. C-punk? Yeah, I'm on yeah. C-punk. That uh, sounds cool. Like, what's that fucking game? Oh, Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock, yeah. Yeah, I'm on that shit now. Actually, I'm done with it now. I'm <clears throat> I'm air punk. Just like that. Yeah. God damn. Um, yeah. What's, so this is what bugs me about this. I hate that Cthulhu became a, like a Reddit thing 
because Lovecraft is actually pretty dope, aside from being like a huge racist. That's a something awful thing before that. Okay. Probably a, well, it's just a general nerd They probably thing. got it from Reddit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it sucks that it became an internet thing because as a piece of fiction, I think that that's, I mean, they're not all gems, but I think it's like a really interesting concept. Um, I like, I like the Lovecraft stuff. Hellboy is my favorite. Um, that Lovecraft? No, but I'm saying Hellboy is also very steampunk. HP like, Lovecraft's a Hellboy. You're talking about. Okay. Can you set, can you fucking settle down for a minute? All right. Sorry. Hellboy is really cool. It's also kind of steampunky. It also has these elements of, of like a dimensional horror and stuff like that. Uh, it's cool. It's cool to read and look at, but then you got people like this who say, well, what if we took that and combined it with the, the guy who knows how to talk to dogs and then we <laughs> turned it into a book and we sold the book. Okay. So extremely corny to me. I get in this case. So Dr. Doolittle can talk to like a turtle and the turtle can tell him why his ass hurts. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's instead of the turtle with the hurdy ass, it's Cthulhu and all the elder gods and stuff. And this guy can talk to him. Um, and then uh, also there's like a wolf man. So I don't, there's, okay. there's thousands of words on this Kickstarter page and I'm not going to pretend to you that I have read all of them or even many of them. Uh, all I know is the concept and uh, it's, it's a, like an art book. I guess it's like a comic book that's in a hardcover uh, uh, set up here. So, but to me, I think it's greatest crime is ruining uh, sort of the cool elements that that Lovecraft invented. Um, this would be fun to think about or read about if you didn't know it was co-opted by the biggest nerds on the planet. So that's my beef with it. Dr. Cthulittle. Dr. Cthulittle. Also, crimes against puns. Uh, just really bad. Really bad portmanteau mashup junk. I don't like it. Nice artwork from an artwork standpoint, though. Well, you're the art head, so you would know. What do you like about it? Uh, it's just great portraiture. Just a, uh, now, what does that mean? <laughs> For nice, the people who don't know a lot nice, about art. Nice portraits. I mean, it's nice, uh, realistic fucking proportions and everything. and Great coloring. And, yeah. Um, Unlike that guy who did the alt-right superhero, the hands look normal on this one. Yeah. So you're going to buy this. I guess I have to. Yeah, since you, know? you love it so much. Since I love it so much. Uh, but, now, steampunk stuff, uh, Cthulhu stuff, and all that nerdy stuff, it sucks. Cause I, but I mean, I'm not saying it sucks. I'm saying like it sucks because uh, I would probably be into it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, but uh, I can't because I hate it. But now that they've, now they're in mashup territory, it's the same shit as, uh, what is it? Abraham Lincoln kills the vampires? Yeah. And what's Taking the other one? Two things and- the zombies and. Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Uh wow, that only came out in twenty sixteen. That feels like it came out in friggin' nineteen sixteen. Yeah. I feel like I read it on the internet in nineteen sixteen. Don't you think? Oh hang on, I just saw a thing on here. Uh looks like uh oh, this is the I I clicked on the IMDB for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I guess I guess Ike Barinholtz is in this movie. I don't know why, because the three related news items on here are Ike Barinholtz related. Strange. He's gonna he's gonna direct and star in satirical thriller The Oath. 
Just reading his IMDb. I'm just now. reading the fucking news on here. I just we know the guy. I just wonder if he's going to put us in a movie. <laughs> Hopefully, he puts us in. A, I don't know. Uh, the oath. Yeah. Oath. I asked Andy Levy to put me on TV, and he was like, "Yeah." Yeah. He turned you down, huh? No, I don't think he said anything. I think he laughed. But um, I'm sick of people. Who, let me say this. I thought you were on TV though on the National Geographic uh, Channel. Um. On the story about uh, apes in the jungle. And, uh... Just waiting for you to land it. <laughs> That's fine. Um, no, I wasn't. Um, I was uh, I was on TV. If anybody played the clip of John Hendren on Headline <laughs> News and they heard me laughing in the background. Um, so if anybody heard that, that was me. But uh, I'm tired of people who were on TV and in movies... Not putting me in them. Yeah. It's like, you're already there. You already know where they're shooting. Why don't you just tell me too, and I'll show up, and I'll stand there. Now, let me tell you this. I think I'm as good as Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. And he's like the biggest star in the world now. Yeah. And who's he? Just some dumb fuck. Just some guy. He's just some piece of trash like me. Yeah. Um, so. Chris Pratt just emailed and said, uh, just heard what you guys said. I'm not coming on the podcast anymore. Huh. Well, we had him lined up for next week. I didn't yeah. think you'd hear it so soon. Wow. Celebrities get podcasts even faster. Watch what you say. <laughs> Interestingly, Fogelnest is not emailed in. He's <laughs> busy. He's a, he's a busy guy. He's got a lot of uh, podcasts to not do. So, uh, anyways, that's Dr. Cthulhu. I think it's going to get funded. I think it's bad. What do you got? Uh, so, I have a, I have a thing. Uh, it's a t-shirt company, kind of. The, this is called Fruity. 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 Now, yeah. I love having Fruity when I'm at the diner. Mm-hmm. Is that, do you think that's going to land for anybody who's not in the South? No. Fruity's big here. Uh, fruity t-shirt wear. A shirt for all food lovers. So if you love food, uh, this is, I mean, you couldn't get any more perfect for them, right? Like if you're a foodie. Yeah. Like, so let's just, so let's just go. I think you're probably a foodie. Name five foods. Uh, you have bread. Yeah. Uh, toast. Yeah. Uh, toast is kind okay, of bread. That's uh, bread. Soup. Yeah. Soup is a type of bread. Uh, potatoes, obviously. Okay. You said five. Yeah. Popsicles. Okay. Uh, okay. okay, so let's just move on. Fruity <laughs> t-shirt, a shirt for all food lovers. Yeah. Um, it says food is great. No vegetables in that. T-shirts way. are also great. <laughs> Why not add them together to get uh, both a fashion statement and a comfortable shirt all in one? Do you think that was the business plan they presented to the bank? Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of planning involved. Hey, food is great. The and bank, <laughs> The bankers are like, eh. And they say, well, t-shirts are great. And they go, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, Fruity was created by an average guy up at 2.30 a.m. No way. Thinking about the new cinnamon frosted flakes, his friend. So, like, the this reads extremely strangely. Yeah, this is, this is weird. It's this... one of those ones where you can't tell if it's a joke. Or... Well, I, just, I mean, just look at the product. It's clearly not a joke due to how good it looks. Yeah, so it's a basic white tea. With uh, like an emoji fruit in the left breast uh, area, and it says fruity, fruity underneath. Which is not a word, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so it's an apple, a banana, 
I think a strawberry. The art style is beyond simplistic. It's uh, it's very bad. Well, he addresses that um, in a Q and A post that says, "Why is the art like this?" Well, he says, "Fruity is not going to be super intricately developed." piece of art like in the works of Picasso. So you're not getting a Picasso here, JF. No, I thought I was going to get a Picasso, but uh, it sounds like I'm not. The art is a reflection on the simple things in life that we enjoy, you dumb piece of shit. Now, you're an artist. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Uh, no. Okay. That's not make sense. Uh, $0 of $600. Uh, surprisingly, zero backers on this one. 29 days to go, though, so it's anyone's ball game. It's anyone's ball game, meaning either the guy, yeah, or just the absence of guys, yeah. <laughs> either one, <laughs> either one is up for grabs. Uh, if you had to put, if you had to pick a fruit or food, um, on a shirt, and you had to put it on the shirt and you had to wear it. Mm-hmm. What's your? What are you putting on there? What's your number one fruit for a shirt? Um, like a picture of you, I think. Well, we already made those shirts. Kind of. (laughs) Um, They were very popular, so maybe you need to rethink. I don't know, man. A big hamburger, I think, just on the front of my shirt would be funny. A hammed burger. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, For me, I'll take it it with cheese. Wow. Thank you very much. (laughs) So what do you got got next? Next up. Are you going to top that? I'd like to see it. Yeah, not possible. Uh, But I'm going to give it the old college try. This is called IRL BuzzFeed. Vote to decide which BuzzFeed listicles will be turned into original pieces of theater, dance, music, film, and visual art. Ugh. So this is created uh, by a theater company or a theater or or, or some drama folks. Um, they wanted $1,500. Uh, they got 29 backers to pledge it to them, so they got it. Um, and as I understand it, in the past they've done... The company's called uh, the Horse in Motion dot uh, org. So you can check them out. Um, in the past, they've apparently done IRL Reddit and IRL Craigslist. So they bring together some artists um, that have a, a variety of skills that they want to apply. They, so the, for this one, they've got four pl- four playwrights, two musicians, two choreographers, a filmmaker, and a visual artist. So it really runs the gamut on what you're going to see at these. Um, these events. Um, so in this case, they want to do BuzzFeed articles. And the way they decided to do this, I got to give them kudos for this. Um, all pledges are five bucks and they have 10 separate um, uh, choices, right? So normally you're used to saying, okay, the $5 tier, the $10 tier, the whatever. Yeah. In this case, they're all five and they just, they're just, they all represent different topics. So based on how many people pledge topic 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, they determine which is the most popular and which will go into the actual performance. What, I, what I'm having a, a difficult time understanding um, is why you would give money uh, to other than just to you know, like a big theater nut. Because there's no reward. Yeah. Um, so unlike typical Kickstarters, you don't get anything for your money. It's not like a, it's not like, okay, you get a $5 towards your ticket or you, you get to, you get a producer credit or something like that. It's just $5 a vote. You pledge five bucks. Uh, you can do 10 bucks for two votes, 15 bucks for three votes, but you can only vote for one topic. 
Not sure why they instituted that. I guess maybe just based on Kickstarter rules. Um, here are some of the BuzzFeed topics that uh, they gave you to choose from here. Uh, 69 movies that totally awakened your sexuality. Um, 18 times the internet roasted the shit out of dudes who didn't understand periods. 13 mind-blowing facts about buying wine and liquor at Costco. There's a, like, tiring to uh, hear. People are roasting the shit out of this company that invented a pause pod, which is basically a tent. That sounds familiar. <laughs> so the final performances will be happening happening December 8th, 9th, and 9th. The Annex Theater. So you can't, like, you have to watch it on Facebook. Uh, is, the, what, is the only thing. Unless you, yeah, unless you live there, wherever that is. So Seattle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I don't see. It just it shows you how many people backed what. Uh, so based on this, it looks like uh, tweets and uh, seventeen tweets about public bathrooms that'll make you want to rip that automatic hand dryer off the wall is going to get performed. We don't know in what capacity. <laughs> um, also, it looks. Uh, let's see which another one has four. Another one has four backers. Uh, Twelve pieces. Of modern poetry that will make you dead ass cry if you've ever been in a relationship will also be performed. Are you a trash person? Vote now. That's another one. Yeah, vote now is a part of the campaign. Oh. So it, that one's just are you a trash person? <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, so that's I guess that's going to happen. Um, and now you know, uh, you can uh, go to it. So. That's cool. I'm now I'm reading the pause pod roast, which I guess Buzzfeed figured out at some point that you shouldn't embed the tweets. You should just take a screenshot of the tweets. Yeah. Because I, people I, will people delete them or change their name to Buzzfeed. Okay. Yeah. So Buzzfeed sucks ass. Uh, that's the main reason this is not good. Also, here's the thing. Breathing, bringing stuff that is um, online into the real world is not good. Yeah. That's bad. Just full stop, right? Yeah, except except when you order a nice shirt from the YKS boy. It doesn't matter. We don't have any. Up. Okay, we don't have. We any have two smalls. If you're small, if you're two. If you're two small people, go to shop.yourkickstartersucks.com. And I'd love to just be able to ship out both of these small ones at the same time. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of these smalls. <laughs> we will not be reordering smalls because apparently none of our listeners are small. Uh just fine, not fat shaming, right? Uh, if there's if there's one podcast that will not fat shame, it's this podcast. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, we're two great big fat guys, so don't worry about it. Hey, uh, you know this guy in office right now, JF? Uh, he's messing yeah. everything up and doing his whole deal. Well, I don't I don't know how much I want to say about the guy in office because I don't want to get a tweet storm. Yeah, and I don't want to get roasted. So uh, I think he's nice. This is a, uh, I do too. Uh, this is a children's book on Kickstarter. It's called How the People Trumped Ronald Plump. How the People Trumped Ronald Plump. Now, his so. name, and I can remember this from seeing the video where he said, I want to I grab him by the P word. Yeah. His name is Donald Trump. Yeah. And I remember that. So there's already your first mistake with this one. They you got the name goofed. wrong. Take it off the site. Dummies. You guys goofed up. Um, 
No, this is a children's book. There's all there's a I think I feel like we've seen multiples of these like uh, children's books about Donald Trump. It makes me want to write a children's book really bad because it seems easy. Yeah, they all they all meld together though in my head um, for some reason. Yeah, I can't think of why. Um. <laughs> so, so this is how the people uh, trumped Ronald Plump. And just to be clear, it's saying that we trumped. The guy who was supposed to be Trump. Yeah. So what is the what's the storyline? Is it him getting kicked out of office? What's the what's the gag of this one? So I actually uh, I have no idea. They don't actually say the plot of it. They just give some sample pages, like. Uh, and you can't read, so that's going to be a yeah, problem. Yeah, that's another problem I have with this book. It's <laughs> too many words. <laughs> I like the cute pictures, though. Well, there's a sample page. Why don't you read that sample page? Uh, okay, so it's kind of it's a photo of Donald Trump, or sorry, Ronald Plump. Also, it's not a photo; that's a picture. <laughs> I don't believe this is a real photo. <laughs> why did they, Why did they uh, use? Because you could use his name. I don't know I because they just we don't know. Decided what this, to make it cute. I don't know what the story is. Uh, so it's Ronald Plump doing his hair, his famous hair, his crazy hair. Um, Which doesn't even look that crazy, and they could have made it crazier. Yeah, he's standing in front of a bureau or a chest of drawers or something similar to that, right? And confirmed, uh, that uh, is a chest of drawers. All of these things on top that say pet shampoo, acorn butter, spray cheese tan, spray cheese tan. Okay, uh, so acorn butter. Some, there's a squirrel in this. That's another, you need to know. There's a squirrel here as well. And so, it's, I was getting to that. Okay, well, I, want you, I just want you to read the read the um, page. So it says, When one glanced upon the lonely Ronald Plump, one thing stood out, and that was the clump. The clump so it rhymes. Yeah, got it. The clump was of fur and was a brilliant bright gold. It sat on his head like a custom-made mold. It keeps, keeps up the rhyming thing for a, for a while. Uh, the fur, So this next page, uh, it's uh, Ronald Plump, and he's got a face coming out of his hair. Well, I'll be. The fur on his head was actually a squirrel, a creature who wanted to rule the whole world. Duh. Mm. Uh, named Weave Bannon, the squirrel would say all kinds of things that could ruin one's day. Mr. Plump would listen as he had no other friends, and he wanted to impress Weave Bannon to no end. Kind of clunky, that name. Weave Bannon, huh? Pretty clunky. Uh, pretty outdated A-A-B-B rhyme scheme. Yeah, well, it's Sounds a, really bad. Seuss-like book, and Bannon's not even in the office anymore, so I, I guess it doesn't matter. That's the great part about this, is they the the story Change is going to be that Bannon is going to be like this <laughs> master puppeteer behind the scenes. And uh, now he hates Donald Trump's guts. Yeah. <laughs> He's like super pissed all the time. So that might not have worked out. So it's a it's a, one of those things that leftist moms and dads buy for their kids to say, make themselves feel good. We did it. We're a good parent. Oh look! Oh now, who are the heroes in this? Oh yeah. So there's persistent Warren, who's based on uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Robert Morrill. Which has to be Robert Mueller. Mueller. Uh, so these aren't heroes, but there's also a special appearance by. I want to be plump, which is Ivanka, I think, right? Ivanka is the child, I believe. Yeah. And Jared Nepotism is the last name. Kind of couldn't kind of think of anything for that one, huh? Yeah. Just kind of ran out of ideas. I guess it's hard to turn Kushner into something that's a gag yeah. for kids. 
Uh, maybe just don't have him in the <laughs> thing. Yeah. Well, there's also an appearance by Laudamir Tutin, who uh, farts out uh, missiles, looks like, or shits them out. And that is honestly one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I kind of like this now. Laudamir Tutin. Uh, and it, look, it looks like, did you see up there what city this takes place in instead yeah. of New York City? It's now, you're familiar with New York City from having lived there for a spell. <laughs> I lived there for a short time. This is called Do Work City. So kind of the same. And, Do uh, Ronald Plump lives in Plump Tower. I think there's pretty strong parallels here between uh, this book for children and our president, uh, Donald Trump. I'm picking up on that as well. Yeah, you're picking up those vibes. Do Work City. Yeah. I wonder what Brooklyn would be. Probably mm. Crooklyn. Yeah. Because of how crooked Donald Trump, Ronald Plump is. $6,401 of $25,000. 217 backers 37 days ago. I predict uh, this will get funded because uh, everybody is trying to be a good person and prove that they're. We're not. 100% in hell. Um, yeah. Every day is worse. Than the last, um, everything is terrible. Um, everyone is mad at me personally. We're going to get another email asking us why we're depressed. <laughs> well, I think it's fairly obvious why we're depressed. Yeah. If you have to why write that email, then you, you need to write your own self an email. Why are you not depressed? Yeah. Right? Are you not paying attention? Let me fucking blow your mind for a minute, dude. <laughs> Maybe we're normal. We're not. What we do you got? What do you, what do you what do you got next? You got the your last one here. This is my last one. Let's this is this off. is five of six. We are popping off right now. This is something I like to call a really bad idea. <laughs> it's the AeroPress movie, a story of an iconic coffee maker. No, come on. Yep, I'm serious. Uh, Ten thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars pledged of eleven thousand seven hundred eighty four hundred and seventeen backers on this with eight days to go. Obviously, it's going to get funded. It's a documentary uh, produced by the uh, European Coffee Trip, is the name of the company here, uh, out of uh, Brno in the Czech Republic. This is a short documentary revealing the story of AeroPress, from its inventor's workshop in California to the stages of the AeroPress championships around the world. It explores what makes people so excited about this odd-looking yet iconic coffee maker. So if you know about the AeroPress, you know that it makes coffee. Um, and you also know that you drink coffee so that your mornings don't make you want to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't know what anyone's interest in this could possibly be. Um, so I'll just say this. We um, we had my kids' fall festival, fall carnival, at the school today. Um, and they had a bunch of fun little games. They got tickets. You know, they had the little lollipop pull. You pull the lollipop. You see how many tickets you get. You Get your face painted. My wife painted faces. Um, we did. They had a dunk tank on the teachers. Really fun time. They also had a silent auction. Okay, so a silent auction. Mike, are you familiar with the rules? Yeah, you write down on a piece of paper what your bid is, and if you get the highest bid, uh, they tally it up or whatever. You you almost had it until you said they tally it up, which there's no. Pretty sure there's no tallying involved. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on over there. But there's lots of different things you can bid on, yeah. Uh, so one of them was like the Coffee Lovers pack. Um, I ended up getting one that was a, like a movie lovers thing. It had a bunch of 
gift cards in it and popcorn, popcorn maker, you know, drinks and candy and stuff. You love movies, man. I love movies. I'm a big film head. You know, you love, uh, what's your favorite? You love Pacific Rim. Yeah. And you, you, you go on YKS and you retweet the Pacific Rim trailers to own me. (laughs) I I just, I think, no, it's not to own you. I think our followers would appreciate, uh, Knowing when that film is coming out, which is March 23rd, uh, 2018. I think it looks cool. You don't, you don't think, you don't it looks think cool. that I haven't, I haven't watched the trailer. You, don't you think haven't even fucking watched it. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't think, you don't think our fans, uh, in the Pacific Rim fans overlap. Yeah. I think they do. I think there's a strong overlap. So they had a bunch of different things there. <laughs> I told you guys there was one for like a hundred bucks. You could be the first one in parent pickup all year. All the money goes to the school. Yeah. That's a weird that's a weird Dang, one, right? I did. I I bought I bought a a twenty dollar uh, be the teacher's assistant for the day. So I'm gonna go in there and go in my kid's class and like help pass out papers and stuff. Nice. And sit in one of the really small chairs, try not to look at my phone during the <laughs> class. Um. Anyways, it was a cool event. So the so the coffee lovers pack is one thing they had, and uh, I looked at it. I was like, you know, I like coffee. Maybe they got some new stuff in here. I'll try. I looked at it. You got the you got the drip stuff. You got the thing. You got the whatever. You got the sweetener. You got the they got the K cups in there. Mm-hmm. I don't like the K cups. Yeah, K cups for the Keurig. They're I don't awful, have, wasteful. Yeah, I don't have shitty. one. So to me, I'm already subtracting right off the top ten bucks from my bid. Yeah, you lost me on that. You know. So, anyways, uh, to me, coffee is like a means to an end. You know, I don't think. I think if you love coffee, you're just addicted to drugs. Yeah. And that's okay. I think we all are. Yeah. You know, some of us are addicted to money. Yeah. <laughs> some of us are addicted to fame. Sick freaks. Hey, dude, you know what? Caffeine is a drug. <laughs> I fucking so. know, bro. <laughs> hey, caffeine's a drug. How many people drink uh, Pepsi soda? <laughs> like five. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, coffee, um, getting horny over coffee. I don't get like, uh, what about like, the, the I monkey, like the, what about the, the monkey shit coffee? Yeah. But it's a, it's a bit much, right? It's like I'm so horny for coffee. I'd, I'd eat a monkey's turd. Yeah. Never said that. I'll you remember that when that, uh, brewery made a beer out of the guys beards that worked there, the yeast in the beards. That's fucking nasty. Maybe a bit much. Somebody, Maybe chill out. A lady made a pussy wine, I think, or something like yeah. that. I can. I'll show you a pussy wine. You let me just let me just beat you up real quick. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I like the cold press. I like the cold press coffee. But cold the, press and ice it up, baby. The only uh, bad part is it takes you know overnight or whatever. Well, we've talked yeah. about this before. How I am a uh, I'm a hundred percent against hot beverages. Yeah, get them out. Beverages yeah. are cold. Yeah, you got the ice cold beer. You got the ice water. You got cold Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Ice cold beer. You got beer. You milk. You got all the big, all the big ones are cold. Uh, what about my hot chocolate? Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't drink hot beverages. So to me, the, the, the horny coffee man, like, I don't even want to hear anyone tell me about coffee. Yeah. Coffee, coffee to me is coffee. Except for Keurig, man. That stuff does taste bad. It's I diarrhea. And I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee either. Everybody swears by it and says it's good, but 
It's just burned every time. You talking about in the store or at home? In the store. You go through there and get a coffee and it's like... No, the store Dunkin'... like burned. Store Dunkin' is good. Home Dunkin' is bad. I don't like either one of them. Store Starbucks is trash. Uh, store Starbucks? We're going to have that fight. You like the Buckies? I was talking about I love Starbucks. Your Bucks? Uh, Aeropress movie is a short documentary revealing the story of Aeropress from its inventor's workshop in California to the stages of the Aeropress championships around the world. Now you're familiar with that. Now when did it, uh, when in the, when, at what point in that sentence did it hit you that I've already read the sentence? Mm, wow. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> here's, here's, let me wrap this up. I went to go get a smoothie the other day. All right. Yeah. Do you ever get one of these? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went to go get one of these smoothies the other day. And they have all these cutesy names. Mm-hmm. And then you got to read the ingredient list. And then you got to read what it's going to do for you. All the other yeah. stuff. I'm just sitting here going, hey, can you give me a fucking banana smoothie? And I got to get out of here? Yeah. I don't need the fucking passion love boat. Just give me the thing and I'll leave. I hate going through, if you go through like a drive through or something, it's a restaurant that's not a normal restaurant. And you're trying it oh, out boy. or something. And uh, you're uh, a... <laughs> You get to the thing, you're all right. it's already embarrassing because you're at the drive-thru. Right. Um, I can't cook for myself. Can you give me some food, please? Right. What you're saying to this person. You're this pathetic. person's making like uh, $0 an hour and hates you. Yeah. And uh, you're like, ah, I'm sorry. Right. Um, I'm a piece of shit. Sorry, I'm a cishet male. <laughs> so uh, you go to a place... Uh, you're going to someplace new, and you look at the menu. First off, when you get there, they're like, what do you want immediately? And it's like, I need it sick. I'm yeah. sorry. No hello? Um, How's your day? So when you go to a place and they have like a weird names for stuff, mm-hmm. and you don't want to order it because you don't want to say it. Right. Yeah. What's the What's the big offender? Is it Cold Stone Creamery? Or what, it's, do they, uh, what do they have? Ice. It's either Cold Stone or Maggie Moose. It's one of those places. Where the sizes are, like it, love it, and then gotta have it. <laughs> and uh, also, if you put it, if you put a quarter in the cup, they will all have to sing a song. Oh shit, dude! So this is this is why I don't go to Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> oh, no. That's a fucking disaster. So, so my like, I don't want to. I don't want to learn about the shit I'm. Eating, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. fucking, I just hand it to me and I will leave, and that's I, the end I of the transaction. Get, I want to get out of here just as much as you want me to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So let's just. So I don't need the movie about coffee. I don't need coffee the movie. Yeah. I got coffee the drink, and that's why I'm fine with that. That's all I need. Here's the deal, though, JF. It's a big wide world, and people are into all kinds of obscure and strange things. You know. I'm oh, you're right. A, I'm, I have an interest in collecting vintage erotica. Yeah, and, uh, I know. So, it's everywhere in so, here. Uh, it's all over your house. Um, We're in Mike's office right now. Yeah. I'm looking at a pair of the oldest titties I have ever seen in my life. And yeah, a lot of mirrors in here. <laughs> Just all, all over the wall. Hey, hey, JF, let's get down to brass tacks. <laughs> what the like fuck? A, like, a, like a wrestler in charge or something? It's pretty good. Hey, listen up here, JF. Uh, I'm going to tell you about the ostrich pillow. <laughs> the uh, uh, So ostrich pillow. Do you remember that thing that went around on the internet like uh, five or so years ago? I don't know. Let me look on BuzzFeed and see if anybody roasted it. The uh, So so 
the ostrich pillow is was the pillow that you put your head and your hands in and you lay down on the desk. Uh, and everybody went wild about it because uh, oh, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. So they came out with uh, something else called the uh, Ostrich Pillow Loop. Finally, it'll loop up. Yeah, it's a loop boy. Um, the most stylish eye pillow, providing you a cocoon to disconnect and rest in the blink of an eye. Mm. Wherever you want, whenever you want. But, uh, <laughs> can you expand on that at all? <laughs> so uh, what it is basically is uh, like a double-banded wrap that you tie in an X uh, across your face, and that blocks out like sunlight and everything. Um, you look like an X-Man in this fucking thing. You look like an X-Man in this. And that's supposed it's supposed to help you uh, sleep um, and uh, relax. So, tell me this. Yeah. Maybe I'm unique in this. Um, I can go to sleep anytime, anywhere. Dude, I can I can sleep uh, right now. Yeah, I don't have a fucking um, problem. I just slept. I'll sleep out on the deck. I I'll sleep uh, anywhere. And then that and that's not to say I don't love comfort. Yeah, you know, we had to get some new pillows because my in laws were coming in, and I fucking relished the opportunity to check out the, some of the new pillow tech they've got. Yeah, I got shredded gel in those things. I think I think we're due for a fucking pillow upgrade. You need a pillow upgrade? Just gonna get rid of all mine and fucking get all new ones. I think it's about time. Just block out your day yeah. and go pillow shopping. Well, you got to do the research first. You got to go on the Sweet Home and see what the best pillow is. Big shout out to Sweet Home because yeah. they got some good stuff. And I'm not going to say I go with their recommendations all the time, but it gives me a good starting point. Yeah. You know, they kind of narrow it down for you. I keep going back to this mesh router thing. We don't have to get into mesh routers. I need a fucking, I need a router upgrade. I'm telling you, you got to get Ethernet run through your house. You I know I got to go in my fucking attic though, you got dude. To. I've got the I've got this Cat Six in my Amazon cart, just waiting to pull the trigger. You got to do it. But you know what? They don't have bare copper on there. Bare copper. Yeah, because nice. on Amazon they've got shit that's like zinc as well. Yeah, and it's not fire rated. So this is how far I'm into the research I've gotten. I figured out you need bare copper. <laughs> I'm going on mono price and stuff. Anyways, if I love getting the pillow tech, and I've actually migrated one of those guest pillows into the bedroom, and I put it in my pillow rotation, and I'm really enjoying it. It's a good pillow. Um, and I like having the pillow between my legs to keep my <laughs> legs cool, because my legs get hot as fuck at night. But uh, But if I have to sleep in my car while yeah. I'm driving it down the street, I can easily do that. Should pull over first, I think. I mean, I'll get over eventually. I can sleep anywhere, man. I had a buddy uh, as a kid. His mom said that I was the dropsiest kid she had ever met because I could uh, drop any place and go to sleep on the couch while a bunch of shit's going on in the fucking chair. Um, Lady sounds like a bitch. I would never let her talk to me that way. First of all, yes, you would. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that's wrong right there. Um, so I don't need a special face wrap, but I guess there it's possible there are people who need sleep and just can't figure out how to do it without yeah, wrapping my, their face up like a mummy. My old lady, uh my old lady wears one. A face mask type thing. Not a face mask. She's not a hockey goalie. A sleep she wears mask. a sleep mask. Yeah. I mean that's fine. 
but I don't I don't need it. Yeah. I feel like this is so in the, all the test cases or case uses on this on this thing, right? You got a guy who's riding a train or some broad what's doing some yoga or something on a couch. Nice place. This broad has um envious of it. Plants everywhere. I need to get some plants. <laughs> what? How do yeah, I get on this Weinstein thing? Remember that? Oh, Jesus. She's nutting in the plants. I feel like a fool. I've been nutting straight into the garbage can. Anyway, uh, here's a fellow who's at his desk at work, and he's got this thing on. Which I'd fire that man right away. Hands right in his lap. Just not doing anything, sitting straight up, wrapping his face with a cloth. It's compatible with headphones because it doesn't cover your ears. Because it's a cloth. Because so. it's a cloth wrap. <laughs> so... It does. It seems like one of those things, right? Where you're, you get it, and you maybe even if you're into this stuff, you get it, and you use it maybe once or twice, and then you shove it in a dresser, and somebody's going through your dresser or something, and they're like, "What's this thing?" Ah, oh, it's funny. I got it. Uh, it sucks. Somebody gave. I had a gift card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. If you're a normal person, you take one look at this and go, "Oh God." I will. Ne- I can't wear this. Well, that I mean, that's what people did with the uh, ostrich pillow thing. That they, it was like a joke. Yeah, this is a weird. This is a weird thing where it's in between a joke and a not joke because they are actually selling it and they are going to sell a lot of it. Yeah, but it's also kind of a gag. It's. A, I don't know. It's a, maybe it's just not for us. I don't know. Maybe it's for the city types. Because uh, I say well, now that you're a big city boy. I say that because uh, nineteen thousand dollars of fifty thousand dollars is pledged, and they still got twenty five days to go. So. If you are wearing this, you will get robbed and killed. Yeah. If they can jump Lil B, they can jump anybody. I read about that. You see that? Uh, prayers to uh, little little B. Prayers up to Lil B. Follows me on Twitter. No big deal. Follows three million people. And, so, I'm, and I'm one of them. Uh, what do you got here? Well, that was the last one for me and the last one for you, Mike. So that, that brings us to the end of the six-pack. That's it. Um, why don't we take a short break, uh, grab a brew dog. Good idea. And let's let's come back on here and let's finish off the episode by nutting into a potted plant. Or just by reading emails. That's where you come in. Hope you enjoyed that quick break. Uh, for us, it was a very long time. For you, a matter of nanoseconds, perhaps. Yeah, probably. Time is relative, and that's one of the first things you learn in physics. Um, the next thing you learn in physics is it's always important to have a great segue into your next segment. That brings us to the next segment. Which is the mailbag, of course. Yeah. Um, we got one from Justin here. Uh, let me flip, let me flip that over to you. Why don't you read this one from Justin? Since I know you're a big Justin head. I'm a huge Justin head, man. Uh, Justin says, Hey, it sounds like you guys know Drew from toothpaste for dinner. What gave that away? Justin. Uh, I think it's probably all the the times I say that he did the music. (laughs) Would you ever consider bringing him on the show and doing a special YKS, uh, worst things for sale combo show? The two concepts are pretty darn complimentary. I will pay you one dollars uh, if you do. So we've talked to we've talked to Drew about this. We need to we need to do this. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's game. 
He's game for it. And yeah. Just a matter of uh, typically we record at 11.14 p.m. on a Saturday evening. And he's a normal man who goes to sleep at normal times. Yeah. So uh, maybe we can uh, maybe we can swing something where I can do a bonus during the workday when Mike is at work typing on computer, um, and I'll t- and I'll call into <laughs> Drew, um, and we'll we'll talk. But we definitely want to have Drew on the show because he's uh, first of all a very creative and funny man with a lot of he's great a, ideas. He's a swell guy. He's such a nice guy. Um, if you don't know the the worst things for sale, toothpaste for dinner, married to the sea, compressor. Um, the fucking neti pot video. I mean, Jesus Christ, this guy's been fucking doing internet stuff since he's old. Well, right. Everybody's everybody gets older every day. Hey, hey, Jesse, uh, Greg writes. Hey, guys, my answer to your question, uh, when someone hears you laughing at YKS, what do you tell them you were listening to? Uh, so you don't have to say this podcast and explain it to them. Would be the horny music cock ring. I think it is a soft R, comparable to American Pie or something about Mary, and trades on the relatable trope of trying to put a condom on while keeping a boner. So hmm. even even if a lot we, to unpack. Here. Yeah, Greg. Uh, so even if the other person doesn't find it funny, they will recognize that it is humorous. Uh, also, it introduces the premise that the podcast is about making fun of bad Kickstarters. I think that will be more likely to get people in the door than saying it's called Your Kickstarter Sucks, and it's about two guys jacking off in the back of an old truck. (laughs) Although that is, of course, what keeps me listening. Okay, so quick background on this. We did ask uh, for people to write in and give us what their thoughts on what a good stock joke would be to tell people when they hear you laughing to the podcast, which is presumptuous on our part, of course, but it's come up and that's why we said it. Uh, when they hear you laughing at something that you would not want to repeat, which in this specific case was, what was I think, it? Yeah, I think uh, someone said that they were at the mechanic yeah, and they were, they were listening to the thing that we said about Hugh Hefner having a pussy or something like that. The right? Hugh Hefner pussy bit. Behind his balls. So that one's a little bit rough, but saying, yeah. but what Greg's contention is here is that if the horny music cock ring, which he says like we know what it is, <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping that you do know what it is because I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. He says the way that I would tell the joke would be, it's a podcast called Your Kickstarter Sucks, where they make fun of bad Kickstarters. Uh, and then he says in parentheses here, look at listener to tell if they know what that is. Uh, sometimes they also come up with stupid Kickstarter ideas. So you know how it ruins the mood when you're trying to bang uh, in parentheses or swap in whatever word for sex you prefer. I don't think it matters, Greg. Um, he says, but you have to stop uh, banging to put on music. And then before you know it, you've lost your boner and the moment is past. So this is a ring you wear around your pecker that can tell when you're hard and will automatically start playing your horny music playlist. That's what I was listening to and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of saying Hugh Hefner has a small pussy behind his balls yeah, and uh, he keeps gold coins in there. Right. Uh, you could say something about the horny music cock ring. So maybe still a little X-rated for what yeah. we were thinking. But it yeah. is it is a good idea, the actual idea of having the horny music cock ring. That's yeah. good to me. You ever use a cock ring? Um, 
It's like I'm thinking for a long time. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> no, never, uh, never done that. All right. Well, we'll fix that. <laughs> you want to take this one? Yeah. Listen, hey, why don't, hey, Mike. Yeah. Why don't I take this one? Jacob writes in, hey, JF and Mikey Mike. Okay. Don't. We're not doing Mikey Mike. I'm just saying that on your behalf. I don't think you want that. <laughs> I don't want that. First time, long time, yada, yada, yada. Was listening to the latest app and had some comments about the analogy Jesse made about how the solar-powered fidget spinner was like cutting out jerking off just to use a syringe to get the cum straight from the balls and into a tissue. Uh, so if that doesn't make sense to you, please go back and listen to uh, last week's episode Episode 35, Ghost House. Uh, the idea here is that there was a... So, you know, fidget spinners, uh, mm-hmm. you, you you put them in your hand. They give your hand something to do, concentrate on while you're working or anxious or whatever. Someone has taken that concept and made it uh, uh, solar-powered. It is solar-powered, right? Yeah, it's got solar panels on it, yeah. And what you do is you push down the button in the center and it spins automatically. Uh, thereby removing from the equation the part where you spin a thing uh, to relieve your anxiety or boredom. Uh, and my joke was that you you use like a needle to take the cum out of your balls and just put it directly into a tissue because that would be like an alien's perspective on why it is that men jack off all the time because they just want to make a tissue wet. So yeah. this uh, he continues, uh, I for one love the idea and hope you guys go ahead with making a Kickstarter out of it. I'd smash that donation button immediately, fam. However, I see one major flaw. How can you guarantee that the syringe will only get cum out when, as we all know, pee is stored in the balls as well? Using the syringe to put cum in a tissue and throw it away would be a satisfying and simplified experience, but if there were any pee mixed in with the cum, it just wouldn't be the same, and I think the consumers would feel ripped off. Not that it matters. This is Kickstarter. I guess. So great point about uh, pee. pee being stored in the balls and cum being stored in the balls as well. And great idea. However, uh, I mean, he says, have you guys done any other further thinking or R&D on this? I think about it all day. Um, but check this out. A lot of people. So everybody knows that pee and cum are stored in the balls. Everybody knows that. It's child's play. Um, what they don't know is that so the cum actually rises to the top of right. the pee. It's like the oil and vinegar thing. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So all I would do is just uh, get that top layer off. Well, another thing you can do is it's it's a, it's very similar to the uh, yolk and albumin in uh, an egg. Mm-hmm. So the yolk the yolk sets after the uh, the white of the egg sets. Correct. Yeah. So all you have to do is put your balls in hot water. Yeah, just boil your balls. Just boil your balls, and then you stick that syringe in there. And you'll be able to uh, extract the cum, and the piss uh, stays completely intact in the balls. It sounds complicated. I feel like you have to be a rocket scientist to understand this Well, And stuff. that's why we've jacked off all this time, is we haven't figured out the technology. Yeah. But I hope that one day we can get to the point where we can dispense with these caveman-like measures of just just fucking sitting on the toilet and just grabbing yourself and just yeah and just pulling on everything sophisticated way just kind of an upgrade uh it's kind of you know like uh you know people used to live in caves and whatnot sure like the thing that you just said about cavemen very similar to um that. it's like going from a cave house to a real house yeah you know 
I think maybe one day we could uh, we could see. I think we really could see an advancement in the technology to an extent where you can uh, you can get a facial scan um, in front of a machine. Uh, you can swipe your credit card uh, or just use your thumbprint. Then you can lay down uh, prostrate on a like a mechanical moving um, uh, a tabletop situation. And it will pull you through a series of implements and devices in order to perfectly extract your cum out of your nuts and your balls. Yeah. Um, so, and it's playing that fucking song that do 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 yeah. do 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 right. do do. There's a big mallet that comes down. Yeah. Yeah. You come out at the end, and you've also got a haircut. So and a shave, yeah, yeah, and I, I just hope we get to that one day. the The futurology style of getting just getting that fucking come out of there. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it too. Hey, that's it for the the show this week. That's it um, for this week's show of YKS. Stay tuned for for next week. Extremely special guest for you guys next week. I'm this is excited big. about this. Yep, JF. Why don't you go ahead and tell them who's on the show next week? Oh, you're gonna leave it to me. Yeah. You're going to let me break the big news. I'm going to let you break the big news. Do you think that saying it in advance is going to have like any damper on when it actually happens? Like that's what I'm worried about. Um, no. I think it I think it'll build anticipation. You really do think it will. Yeah. Okay. Uh next week on YKS we have managed to secure uh for your listening entertainment uh JB Smoove. Uh mm-hmm. you might know him from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, JB Smoove is going to be on the podcast. He's going to talk to us all about uh, crowdfunding, uh, improv, uh, working with Larry David, what it's like to be on a show where you never know if it's coming back or not. Uh, very similar to YKS, I think, in many ways. So, uh, JB Smoove on next week's YKS, episode 38. Uh, we managed to get him in under the 40 episode mark, which I'm really proud of. So, it's episode 37, just real quick. But, but the next one will be 38, dipshit. Okay. After that one? Uh, why don't you go back to math school so. and learn some math? And I'm not going to tell JB's move that you did that. But uh, Patreon.com, your Kickstarter. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Leave a review if you want. Uh, email us, your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Call in and leave a voicemail. Uh, what's that number? So quickly, I want to go back. It's Patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. I said that, right? You said your Kickstarter. Whatever. It's fine. This is your first time on a show. I understand. <laughs> uh, that phone number we want to give to you is 802-359-PISS. Piss. 802-359-PISS, as in the liquid other than cum that is also stored in the balls. And this week, our prompt for you on that YKS hotline is, Mike? Yeah. What do we want them to call in with? Uh, and leave a message about. Sometimes I feel like if we don't give them a prompt, uh, they just call in uh, drunk and play porno at us. Uh, also, there, I think there's I, I don't I haven't cross checked the numbers. I think there's one guy who's always going through the drive through when he calls. Yeah, he is. Yeah, which, that's, a, that's a pretty good bit. It's a pretty good bit, and it is going funny. through the drive through. We are listening to it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put it on the show, but it is uh, funny. Uh, so this week. Uh, what is the prompt we want them to call into 802-359-PISS with, Mike? Well, it is Halloween, JF, and I want to give the fans a chance to uh, stay. Fans is kind of egotistical. Listeners. Uh, Listeners. (laughs) They may not like us. We may have some hate listens. So uh, this this week's prompt is, uh, hey, uh, what's your favorite uh, Halloween trick or treat? 
Trick or treat. So you're opening it up to yeah. tricks or treats. You could do either one. Give me an example of what you're looking for. What's your favorite so, trick or treat? So my favorite uh, trick okay. is, uh, you know, when somebody uh, throws like a tennis ball mm-hmm. and uh, then you go run after it. Sure. And then you come back because you can't find it. And he had it the whole time. Right. Classic trick. That's not really a Halloween trick. That is a dog trick I think okay. you're thinking of. Well, it could be for humans, too. Okay. My favorite Halloween treat yeah. is the uh, the Butterfinger Cups. Yeah, the Reese's Cup things. What The egg? No, the fucking pumpkin things? Are you okay? <laughs> I clearly <laughs> said Butterfinger Cup, and you what said... What is the Butterfinger Cups? So you, I said Butterfinger Cup, you said Reese's Cup. Okay. Then you said pump. Then you said egg, which is wrong holiday, by the way. <laughs> then you said pumpkin. <laughs> So no, it's none of that stuff. It's a it's a Butterfinger cup. It is similar to a Reese's cup, okay, in that it is a cup, but uh, it's got the it's got a peanut butter like uh, substance in there along with the the classic Butterfinger uh, crunch that we all love. So yeah, but I think I read something that Butterfinger is alt right or something like that. So I don't know, but I like. <laughs> The Butterfinger Cups, uh, great candy. I don't know if anyone's going to be giving it out this year, but uh, but I will definitely be checking it out. The treat I'm most looking forward to this Halloween season is the treat of seeing all of the smiling faces of the people uh, and children in costume having so much fun. So you're looking forward to meeting a lot of new kids. Yeah. Well, that's great, Mike. Um, I hope you have a very creepy Halloween, <laughs> you neighborhood freak. So uh, you've heard all our plugs. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week with J.B. Smoove right here on YKS, the podcast. Goodbye. Uh, Hey, hey Jesse. Hey, Mike. Um, I just wanted to tell you this spooky thing that happened to me. Um, I was uh, just minding my own business just a regular old day, um, I turned on the TV, and there was uh, Donald Trump, um, and he had this hair that was just, it was all over the place. It looked like a dead animal, uh, and gave me a, a real fright. Um, so, and that that happened to me, so I, I just, I hope I didn't spook you guys too much, uh, but thanks. All right, bye.